Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hi, my name is Justin. I'm the developer of Pur Rocket, an iOS space game with cats, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. You can find a link to download my game at facebook.com slash purrocket. And we're back. It's been a month, but it's One Up Gaming, episode 194. It's me, David. Uh, I'm Joey. With Joey. Howdy. I always think. <laughs> I always think of the name Joey as an Australian sort of name. Because it's like a baby kangaroo. Yeah. Everybody always asks. Everybody always asks if I'm Australian. And I'm like, no. No, I've got an accent. Can't you hear it? <laughs> Does it sound uh, does it sound Australian to you? Put another shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> Isn't it like people in Britain always talk crap about Australians and then people in Australia do the same to Britain? I think Britain does it to anyone. <laughs> We're the most racist country in the world. Didn't you guys leave the EU over it? No, we we left the... Well, technically, we haven't left. We voted to leave, but now the government are like, oh, we have to do this other vote within Parliament to see if we're leaving or not. So, well, no, I you, thought... you said once we voted, that was it, but no, the, they're backtracking big time. I thought it um, I thought it actually passed. Like, they, they passed something that is, like, setting it in motion. We voted, it passed, but now the government, they have to all vote, and if they all agree, then it, the government have voted for it as well. But there was something recently in the, the news that um, that something had passed within Parliament, and like they were actually going through with it. Cause I mean, everybody even, here... even if everything was passed and signed today, it would still be another five to ten years before we're out of Europe. Yeah, but still. You know, so I don't know why everyone's oh. in uproar about it. Hopefully it doesn't happen. No. Because your economy would just tank. Your economy tanked just whenever you guys voted leave. Yeah. It's amazing to think that we used to rule half the world. <laughs> and now we're this little piddly little island that can't do nothing. No, we rule the world. Actually, no, I think China does, but... <laughs> yeah. We, we like to think we rule the world. Yeah, I think everyone likes to think we do. But, no. Everybody wants to rule the world. Yeah, so... One Up Gaming, episode 194. Woo! So, Joey. Hi. What, what have you been doing the last month? I have been doing various things. I recently got a job... Like Ooh. I work at the movie theater now. Like I really oh want I really wanted to work at a movie theater. It's not as bad as I thought it'd be cuz I don't work concessions. Mm. Like there's a, there's a couple jobs that you do when working at a movie theater which is like you could either work usher which is like cleaning up af- like after the movies have shown. There's box office which is in the box office obviously, obviously concessions 
And what I do is maintenance, which maintenance is just cleaning and stuff. So you come in before you're open, you clean up a theater, or you clean up a couple theaters depending on what you're doing. Um, and then that's all you really do. So it's like cleaning for four hours, which is always really fun. <laughs> I mean, it's better than dealing with people, so. I know what you mean. I work in retail and I deal with people eight and a half hours a day. <laughs> and I, 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 I love people so much. <laughs> but I've recently been playing Rocket League a lot. Rocket League and CSGO were the two that I've been playing. I've got CSGO, but I've never played it. I've got like a couple hours in it, like 40 I think. But Rocket League was one of those games where I like just picked it up instantly. I mean, I've downloaded it, and I played it, I think, twice, and I've I've got about three hours into it. It's a great game, but I just don't... My PC's in the spare bedroom, and I don't really go in here unless I'm editing stuff. So I don't really play games in here. Or I do, just quickly, just to see what it's about, so I can talk about it. And my, uh, with my computer crapping out, like, the hard drive going out... I didn't have a computer to play anything on, so I was going back to playing some console games. And I played Overwatch, and I jumped into competitive with a friend, and we both ranked gold on the first the first uh, the first time we placed. And I didn't expect to do that, seeing as how I hadn't played in two months. So I, is, is gold the best, or is platinum better? Or I don't know. The ranking goes. Uh, I think you can get below bronze like i don't think you can you can get no metal at all but it goes bronze silver gold uh platinum diamond i think and then uh diamond and then like top like 500 or something like that but i'm not sure exactly how that works but i'm i'm ranked about gold or so which it's it's fun. So and I was surprised that I ranked that high to begin with. But yeah, that's what I've been doing as of late. I don't do team combat games. It's good if you have people to play with, like if you know the people you're playing with, because you know you can trust them most of the time. You know you have communication normally. So, that's always fun. Yeah. But, what were you saying? I don't, no, I just, I don't, the last time I played first person shooters seriously, like really got into it, was around the Quake 3 Arena, Unreal Tournament, the original. Yeah. And Halo 2 Online. They were the last sort of games I played online. I, for some reason, I was really good at uh, Call of Duty. Like, I didn't mean to do it. Like, I didn't, I guess it was because I, my first game was, like, Halo. I My first console game was Halo Reach. So I was used to first-person shooters. And any first-person shooter, my instinct is to aim for the head. So, like, I'm constantly, like, getting headshots and stuff in games. 
Because whenever I played Halo, I would always play SWAT, which is the one that you get an insta-kill if you aim for the head. So it just sort of burned it into my my playing technique that I aimed for the head. And that in Call of Duty made it so much easier to get kills and everything. And it just made me sort of do really well in it. And I was just like, I don't like this game, but I'm still good at it. Yeah, I, mean, and, I think what broke me with a lot of the more modern first-person shooters is the fact that they've gone much more realistic-looking. And with me being colorblind, I can't tell who's on my team and who's not. One of the worst games to do that is Battlefield 1, playing it on hardcore mode where it doesn't show anybody. It doesn't show the names, or... It doesn't show if they're teammates, unless you're, like, right up to them. So, like, you'll shoot... You have to memorize their uniforms to not shoot them right away. Because you have to be, like, half an inch away from them to for it to tell it it's a teammate. And I don't know how many team kills I've gotten from shooting. Like, shooting first and checking to see who it was. And accidentally killing a teammate in the process. But... That's a that makes it all the more fun, which I guess it makes it more realistic because it's easier to kill people, but you also don't know if they're teammates. Yeah, because I know in real war, it's basically you get told where to be, and if anyone's where the, you're not supposed to be, you shoot them. Whereas in yeah. these team games, everyone just runs around a map. Yeah. You know, so in real life, it's like, if you see something moving that's on the other side of the road, we're not supposed to be there. Just shoot it no matter what. Yeah. So it's like, if you uh, if you manage to be in enemy territory, yeah, then <laughs> that's on you. Yeah, it's two people trying to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, unfortunately, or as some people might think, fortunately, we've had to have a month break with the podcast, because... I was with Talk Talk, had a disagreement with how the router should work, so I decided to move over to Sky. They installed the new phone line, got told they couldn't put the dish up, so they advised me to go back to Talk Talk because that was the only option. <laughs> so Sky had put a fault on the line to hold the line, so Talk Talk could take the line back over and put the internet back on. But unfortunately, the engineer wouldn't come out and do the line because he said there was a fault on the line, so he wouldn't do anything until the fault was lifted from the line. <laughs> but Sky said, well, we've only got two days left until you're into a 24-month contract with us, so we'll have to cancel the entire lot, wait a week and a half, two weeks, and then you'll have to go to Talk Talk and sign up as a brand-new customer and get an engineer to come out again another two weeks for them to actually come into your house and fit a whole new landline in oh my god that sounds like a mess like all we did was schedule a new replacement the guy shows up puts it in leaves that's all he did oh, this was an absolute nightmare and then today with talk talk you get a tv sort of box like a satellite box or you want to call it but yeah. it's got like the free view channels, so over the air channels, it's got like 80 of them, or 120 channels. 
and then it's also got eight tier internet channels which you pay for separate which is basically all the sky channels like the movies the sports and the entertainment sort of channels and with the package I signed with talk talk I got the sky channels as well but for some reason they weren't working and I was on the phone to him for two hours trying to work hmm. it out and I don't want to sound like the asshole racist guy but when you're on the phone to a call center in India and they're just like oh yeah just turn it off and turn it back on is it back <laughs> on is it back on yet it's like no and they're like oh no you can't do that <laughs> I want to punch you but yeah, it's like um, it was I I I feel your pain because, like, I have to do I have to deal with people like that at school for schoolwork because I do the online school, and um, the call the help people are just sort of they're I guess they're based in India or something I don't know it's obvious where they're not from here, but um, they don't really speak English that well, so you have to explain everything. And you have to spell everything, and you sp- even if you spell it, they still like. <laughs> it's just oh my god, it's a mess. I don't like dealing with them for school. Mm. Oh well. But oh, let's well. get off yeah. our racist soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> Speak English, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so and there's the title. We've now got the broadband sorted. We've now got the TV sorted. Got the new. Satellite receiver box, freeview box things sorted. Phone lines all up and running. The broadband speed has gone from 30 meg downloads up to 80 summit meg downloads. But the best thing is the upload used to be 1 point summit meg. And now it's gone up to like 20 summit meg uploads. So before when I was uploading like a 20 minute video to YouTube... It used to take like about an hour to upload, whereas yeah. now it takes like ten minutes. I know if, if whenever that. I know when we upgraded ours, our download speed went up, but our upload speed stay stay the same. Hmm. Which I'm perfectly fine with that, I guess, because I never I never upload anything, anyways. Yeah, I'm not the one that uploads stuff. But yeah, so, so. I'm 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 super glad. I mean, to be fair, the download speed was fine. I never had a problem with it. It was the upload that was a killer. It was, like, with our internet, it wasn't that um, the internet was slow or anything. It was that it kept blocking ports, mm-hmm. which meant we couldn't go to any website. Like, it was like, imagine the school blocking sort of thing. Like, you know how you go to school and it's like, oh, it's blocked by the, the district. I don't know if they have it there, but I know they have it here. <laughs> Where it's like, you can't get to certain websites at school. Yeah, I know the yeah the you you get yeah I know what you mean the bl- you can go into your like the settings and you can actually block certain websites. Yeah, it was sort of like that, but it just wouldn't load the website like any website. Mm. It didn't matter what website it was. Like I think a whole I think YouTube was the only one that made it through. Like even Google didn't make it through. Yeah. So oh, well. We got new internet. We got Spectrum here, which was originally Time Warner. I was going to say, they... when you wrote about Spectrum, I, was, I thought you were about the, the old 80s computer, like the ZX Spectrum. <laughs> so that was one of my first ones I had. 
<laughs> hey, so that's not we, got a, we got an 80s computer for internet. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, yeah. Both of us got new internet and we couldn't get Zencaster to work. <laughs> yeah, isn't this a great week? But, I will say, I do know when my internet has only literally been on for two days now. And I do know for a fact so I used to work in a a technical call, you know, a place for internet providers. And the first 10 days, the the sort of like, they increase the speed to see how fast you can get, then they drop it right down low, then they increase it again, then drop it low, increase it, until they get a, like an average for you to, for, for your internet to work out basically. So it might have been doing that, I don't know. But, yeah, so if you want to get 20% off using Zencaster, Please go to Zencaster.com and use the discount code 1UP20 and you can get 20% off. <laughs> what a beautiful plug. I know, it's great. <laughs> Which, I, I, it's not, I don't think it's Zencaster that's having the problem. No. Like, I think it's, I think it's more the internet that you have. It's one of our internets because it's a, it's the voice over IP sort of thing that's having the trouble the problem. So it's one of the IPs I'm assuming. Yeah, but Skype's a voice over internet as well. Well I don't know. Zencaster works most of the time and it's worth getting period, so it's just uh, worth and having. It might be the fact that my PC's been literally offline for a month. So it yeah. might need new updates and new stuff getting soon. So it might be that, I don't know. But anyway, let's move on to some of the games that I've been playing then. And some of these games are from like a month ago, basically. But I did download the Fire Emblem Heroes on my mobile phone. I I remember you saying something about it. And I thought it was you rubbish. Were... <laughs> then why do you have it? Do you still have it? No, I, I deleted it. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. It... I played it for a couple of hours and just thought, this is such a baby's first, like a, not even like a, it's, oh god, what the hell do you call it, the XCOM sort of games. The XCOM but it's only got like eight squares on the bloody screen to move your character <laughs> on, so it's like, ooh, I better go there. And that's basically it, really. I have been playing a hell of a lot, because... I had no internet at home, so a lot of games now, they only work when you connect to the internet. And I don't get a signal when I'm in the flat, so I can't use my normal phone's, you know, like, signal uh, yeah. to get data. So I couldn't use any of my online games. But I have a game called Football Manager Mobile 2017. And I am now in the year 2031. <laughs> and oh my god my team is full and I mean full of superstars shout out to whoever is Starting revving motorbike. yeah which I don't know it's cool hopefully it's, it makes us sound oh. badass surprise I'm, on, I'm secretly doing this podcast from a motorcycle <laughs> wind in your hair my man just all of a sudden you hear, like, the, the air rushing fast. It's just like... 
for some reason, it sounds a lot less badass now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm like 20 years or whatever into the future, and all the players now, like, there's a 17-year-old player that plays for Liverpool, and in the game, he's now 32 or something. <laughs> and they're all getting like the, amazing. The, they're all getting like the age where they're about to retire. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you have to scout out. I mean, when it about five, ten year ago in the game, I decided I'm sick of these players that I've got. All the good players I had to pay like twenty, fifty million for, which I didn't have enough money for. So I decided to. I had plenty of time. So I went over to the Argentinian leagues and the Brazilian leagues <laughs> and I scouted every single player from every single team. <laughs> and I managed to find four world-class players that because they were playing for those teams, they were like 20 and they were only worth like £2 million. <laughs> so as soon as I bought them, they were worth like eighty million quid. <laughs> so I was like, oh yeah. You up their value by, by how much is like seventy eight thousand or seventy eight million? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and then I, I played them until they were like twenty nine thirty when the stats started to lower a little bit, and then I sold them straight away for like forty million. Just to get rid of them. <laughs> you served your purpose. Yes. Just get out of here. <laughs> Which is I want to get. I want to get that motorsport manager one I've that got, you recommended. I've got that, yeah. I, I looked at it, and I just was like, I need to get this. But, yeah. I don't know, I'll get it eventually. Yeah, it is absolutely amazing. It's really good, I'd recommend it. I did have a retro games night last night. Ooh, and fun. I played... Sega Touring Car Championship. Oh my god, you in that game. Athlete Kings. Or for you guys, you'll know it as Decathlete. I still never heard of it. Alright. Daytona USA Championship Circuit Edition. And I think that was it. I've only heard of of the Sega Rally one, and that's because you talk about it. it, it, I didn't play Sega Rally, I played Sega Touring Car. Oh, that that wasn't the one that you talked about then. No. You, you you talk about Sega Rally all the time. Yeah, Sega Rally is amazing. Sega Touring Car is a game made in the same sort of era, but it's like touring cars, not rally cars. Yeah. And it's the first game that an internal Sega division made using a brand new engine instead of refabricating the Sega Rally engine, which is what the Daytona USA... Championship Circuit Edition did because the, the the Sega Rally engine was so smooth and crisp it, it was an amazing feat of engineering <laughs> but of course Sega I think it was AM was it Sega Amex it used to be AM4 I think it was but R&D Division 4 they thought they could do better because back in the early 90s all of the Sega divisions, they were all competing with each other. They wouldn't share resources and technologies. They were all f- doing everything their own way. Which is crazy. Yeah. You know, but they thought they could do better. 
and when the game came out in, I'd have a guess, 98, that sort of time, the game was, I would say, technically broken. I would, if I was to review the game, it would get two stars, because technically it's fun, but the frame rate. Oh, it I, sits I... at a steady, say, 20 frames a second, and then when you get to any corners or any time scenery pops into the background, it must drop to about four frames a second. Oh, it is nigh on unplayable nowadays. Back then, I think people were wowed at how you know a full 3D racing game world and. They thought, oh, it looks amazing. Oh, it's a bit stuttery, but we'll let it off. But yeah, now, it nowadays, it's Jesus. It is just completely and utterly broken. <laughs> now that we know how 3D modeling works. Yeah. Well, now that we know like how frame rates are supposed to work. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's we- amazingly bad. I've only tried Ark. And I gotta say, my first impression wasn't a good one. Because I played it on a console at my friend's house yesterday. And, um... First, we had troubles with the game straight up not loading up. And then we had trouble with, like, sudden spikes in the frame rate. Or sudden drops in the frame rate. It would go from, like, a smooth 60. It dropped to, like, 10. And then it stopped at, like, 20-something. Hmm. But it was terrible. And I've, I'm just not really a big fan of the whole PC port to Xbox. Because uh, Seven Days to Die did that. And it was not very good. Because you can easily tell that it's not made for that console. Yeah, but unfortunately, but, that's what developers do now. Yeah, and it's really annoying. Whereas, I don't know if you're... a are aware, but back in the early 90s, I think it was the start of the PS1 era, but before that, the license holder, let's just say Disney, they, instead of giving the, like, the Aladdin license to one developer, they would give the license to a Sega developer and a Super Nintendo developer. And then they would make two completely separate games with the same license. Hmm. Whereas now, they make one game and then just tweak it to work on all the machines. Yeah. But yeah, back then it was weird how you'd be playing one game and then the same game, same box art, you'd put it in and turn on it, it'd be a completely different sort of game. (laughs) Which, it makes it... Some games are really good ported. Like, I know Rocket League is an ex- excellent game for cross-platform. Because, like, it's... I play it with a controller on PC. Mm, that's how I played it. So, um... It's really good with a controller. And it's really good with keyboard. It's a really good game in, a, in general. I prefer using controller, though. Because it's just easier to have all the buttons there than, like, having your hands on a keyboard, I guess. It's more comfortable. Yeah. But you can play... PC and Xbox cross-platform? I'm not sure about PlayStation. Because I heard something about... You can do PlayStation to PC, and you can do Xbox to PC, but you can't do PlayStation to Xbox. 
Although Psionics and Microsoft have said we've got it working with PlayStation and Xbox, and they're willing to do it, and Sony were like, "Ooh, no, we we don't want that." Yeah, like Xbox is like over here letting mods and everything for Fallout and stuff like that. And I like, think they have to because of that far behind. What Xbox? Yeah, Xbox is. What do you mean it's far behind? It's... Last time I heard... PlayStation, I think it sold about 60 million... Sort of consoles. And Xbox uh, were about 31 million. I know that PlayStation is like on a huge decline. Because they're like... It's just people aren't buying them anymore. People aren't really liking them anymore. But the scary statistic is... They're still outselling the Xbox One, two yeah, to one each but, month. But I don't, I don't feel it'll be like that for very long because they're doing a lot of sketchy stuff like that, where they were trying to team up and try to sell games better. Is it's just why I honestly why you... think this so-called Xbox Scorpio, when it comes out towards the end of the year. I think Microsoft are going to do the exact same thing as what they did to the original Xbox. I never even heard about the Xbox Scorpio. Yes. There's a... uh, Last year's E3, they announced codename Scorpio, but I think it's probably just to be called the Xbox or something like that. And... They were sort of saying, oh, it's got six teraflops of graphics power and this, that, the other. The PlayStation Pro, I think, has four teraflops. So it's better than the PS4 Pro. And basically, they were touting it as the world's most high-spec gaming console in the world. And... I think that they were saying that all games would be doing the exact same thing as what it does on the PlayStation 4 Pro, where you buy one game, put it in, and it gives you better textures, better whatever on the PS4 Pro, or it plays the same game on the PS4. And they're saying it'll do the exact same thing. But I think in order to get the better capabilities out of the machine, they need to push away the Xbox One as quickly as possible. So more people make dedicated newer games that are better than the PS4 to try and yeah. get people to think, oh, that looks amazing, I need to get that. I know that a big selling point for the Xbox One, what was it, the One S or something like that? It was a the capability of 4K. Yeah. That was a huge selling point. That was what they were pushing. But in reality... If you don't have a 4K TV, it's not going to make any difference. Yeah. Because you, you still need the internet for it. You still need the TV for it. And if you don't have the TV for it, there's no real point buying it. Because there's no real difference between it. I mean, like... The there's one a power thing li- that I will say about the Xbox One S... Well, the two things. One, it's so much smaller. It looks a hell of a... It should have been the console that was launched. It looks so much better. And the second thing, it's got a slightly faster GPU 
in the Xbox One S. So games like Halo Five, I think it was, where it its engine runs at a steady frame rate, but it drops. It's got a scaling um, sort of like render engine. So basically, if there's more enemies on screen, it'll display at 900p. If there's no enemies, it'll go up to 1080p. Oh, yeah, so it's like, it adjusts... It so adjusts like, to keep the frame rate at 60. It's like the automatic sort of view on um, YouTube. Like, but, if it if it's hard to keep up, then it just sort of goes down a, a bit. Yeah. But because... Yeah, the Xbox One S has got a slightly faster GPU. That means games like that run at a high resolution more often. Uh, at yeah. a better frame rate. Do you know what I mean? It's like a little push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So technically just like, it runs things a little bit better. Which I th- I knew that was a turning point. But still, like... If you're really desperate for that, I guess it'd be... It'd make sense. Which I know another... It's just, like... The selling point that they had was the, um... That... The 4K, like, that was what they were hardcore pushing. It wasn't the more power. It wasn't, like, the cordless box... Or the boxless cord. To be fair... With the... To me, Microsoft weren't pushing the 4K. They were pushing HDR. Yeah. Which is a high dynamic range, which is basically only viewable on, like, 4K TVs. (laughs) So exactly, it still doesn't matter. But if you yeah, don't have that's, a 4K what, TV. that's what they were pushing. So I think we've gone longer than I thought we were going to go. Oh my god, I don't get why people bust into my room like that. So, but yeah, I I understand, and it, I I apologize for any <laughs> anyone who busts into my room again. It's okay. We're just gonna do the ending now. So okay, well. please go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. We have a Patreon site, which is www.patreon.com slash O-U-G. We have official t-shirts at bluecyborg.com. Just search oneupgaming. Um, we have Amazon links on the website. Please click on them. Take you straight to Amazon. Buy what you're buying, and we get a small percentage of that sale for advertising Amazon on the website. We have Facebook and YouTube, just again search 1UP Gaming. We have an official Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash OUG official. You can tweet us at OUG official. And you can email us. Put my teeth back in. You can email us directly <laughs> at contact at 1UPGaming.co.uk. And the podcast itself can be found on iTunes and other places. Just search 1UP Gaming. Please subscribe to us and give five stars. It helps when people are searching for podcasts and it gives us more, better rankings in the search. So I believe that will do for episode 194. Woo! (laughs) So it's been me and the little Joey. Howdy. I'm going to say howdy again. Because I don't know. (laughs) But it's, it's, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say 
I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. OUG Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better. Hey! What an intro. It's Joey and... Maybe you should do this part. I can't well, it's, my, it's your podcast. It's, yeah, I was going to say, it's my podcast. Hey, it's Joey and David from 1UP Gaming bringing you another new podcast. But this time, it's personal. Sonsley? It's We're doing a new Formula 1 podcast called The Pit Crew Podcast. And we're planning on doing it bi-weekly. Or depending on... I guess when the news is, whenever we get new news, which is like races and stuff like that, which it varies whether or not it's weekly or bi-weekly. But um, we'll give updates, tell about how we think the season is going, and our predictions on everything. And this technically is the the pilot podcast, which is like, uh, it's podcast number zero. So we're not going to talk, talk much about it now. But we're still going to have a little sort of discussion about the libraries today. But I'm here with David, obviously. Say hi, David. Bansley. <laughs> and, yeah. So, welcome to the wonderful pilot episode of Pit Crew Podcast, brought to you by 1UP Gaming. Thank so, you. <laughs> Get the so, first up on... <laughs> First up, what, what what car is your favorite out of all of them? Now, um, I will be honest, and as I'm looking through, I really like the Toro Rosso. I I personally I don't feel I don't get the obsession with the Toro Rosso. I, everybody loves it, and I'm just over here like eh, I don't I'm not a super big fan of it. The Sauber looks quite good as well. The Sauber looks amazing. Oh, have you seen it on the track? No. I, track, I haven't like... had internet for the last month. Oh, right. <laughs> I haven't seen anything in the last month. It's been killing me. <laughs> you, you missed all the testing then. Yes, I you did. Missed, you missed everything. There is so many, so many big points to it, which you'll have to come to the next episode to, to listen to our discussion about that. So be <laughs> but so remember I, subscribe to us and give us five stars. <laughs> be sure to tell your friends about us so then we can we can get our ratings oh, up. And you nick their phones and just subscribe to us without <laughs> telling them. <laughs> just, just why subscribe to them and don't tell them why they're getting a ton of notifications from a Formula One podcast that they didn't even hear about. But. Yeah, there's been a lot of big updates about from testing. But back to the topic of libraries. The Sauber is 
oh my god, I didn't like it at first, and then I saw it on track, and it was just, it was it was beautiful. And personally, I feel all of these look really nice, except for except for maybe the Haas. The Haas no, is I, a bit. I thought the the Haas was all right. Um, I I it's, it's the not, gray, the gray. It's not bad. I think the worst one, which pains me to say, is the McLaren Honda. Oh yeah, that one is. Mm. But for the pictures, do it an injustice. I feel because. Hmm. It looks really plasticky and sort of like that bright orange doesn't look good in the pictures. But also, like whenever it's on track, it looks okay. I mean, it still doesn't look the best, obviously. But yeah, I have to agree with you on that one, where all of them, in in relation to all the other ones, that one's the worst looking out of all of them. Yeah, I mean, I loved the design of last year's Red Bull, but this one doesn't grab me as much. It doesn't look much different from last year, to be honest. I thought I had more yellow on last year. I don't remember. They look pretty similar to me. Mm, I really... I love how low the Mercedes sits, though. I think they'll all sit roughly the same, won't they? I don't know. I guess it's just sort of the setup of the, um, the Mercedes that makes it look like it's really low, but it looks like it's fast. And the Mercedes library, it, they changed it a bit. They added a bit more color to it, which is really nice. And it looks nice. I like it. I like the Force India. What? Are you looking at the gray one or the pink one? Because if you're looking at the gray one, that's not it anymore. I can't tell if it's gray or pink, but it's got like a little yellow stripey thing around where it says the Sahara so on the picture I've got. Yeah, I don't think you're looking at the right one then. Here, hold on, I'll try to link you a picture. But um, they recently got a new major sponsor. So now the whole car is pink. And yeah, it, 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 I personally feel it looks better than the, the other one does. Because it just adds a bit more color to the whole ordeal. Right, so I've just gone. Yeah, I linked you a picture uh, to the Force India. But personally, I feel that pink adds quite a bit of character to the car. And it's so unique. Like, you're not you're not going to mistake it for any other car. But I, the, I think that's quite nice, yeah. Yeah, I, I was looking at the the older one. But to me, that, yeah. that could still be pink. My, my color blindness is really bad. <laughs> but... Yeah, the Haas is just I don't in my opinion, I guess I'd say the Haas is the ugliest. What do you reckon just, about the Renault? The Renault looks amazing. It looks so like sleek. The black, the matted mm. black with the yellow cuz before it was like that it's, all it was matted yellow. All yellow on it. Yeah, and it looked really weird. I didn't like the yellow. But now they had like a nice mix. They found that balance. I mean, I'm looking at a picture of a an angled front-on view of the Ferrari, and I wouldn't have been able to tell if that was last year's car or this year's car. Yeah, to be honest, if you don't look, if you... It's only when you see the fin at the back when you notice, really. Yeah, and the the intakes are a bit different, I know. I can't but, see um... the, the back there. 
But yeah, still, it doesn't look much different. They mm. they used the same thing since like they started. Yeah. But um, the ones that I feel look the same are the Red Bull and the the Ferrari. And Force India tried to make it the same, and then they got a new sponsor. So. But I am in love with that Sauber. Hmm. Yeah, I like That's... this. I actually. I'm gonna. You're gonna hate me, but I actually really do like that Hass sort of car. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't see the appeal. I don't see the appeal in the Toro Rosso either. And you said you like that one. Yeah, I like Toro Rosso. Yeah. It's just the colors are really weird. I don't know. It's just really bugging me. Also, have you seen the Williams? Oh, um, let's have a look. Just it's. Almost identical last year. Like literally, all they did was change it to fit the curves of the car, which I feel that's a look that fits them. It's just not very unique. Is the problem? Which I don't know. Oh, that Sauber does look good. I've got a different picture. <laughs> that looks good. It looks beautiful. Like oh yeah, my that, god, that Williams doesn't look any different, really. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But that the the gold makes it so perfect. If it didn't have that gold mixed with that white and blue, it just wouldn't mm. look right. Like this one has a lot of blank space if you look at it. Yeah, but the like, picture they, I've got's got all the whites just completely bare. Yeah, they perfect. They for do some one-up gaming logos on. <laughs> You're gonna sponsor Formula One now? I tell you what, I was talking <laughs> to a guy who runs the gaming like events in the UK and it was he put up a picture on Facebook saying funstock.co.uk like a, a website where you buy stuff in the UK um, they're sponsoring them and giving them a, a free book and they've put a big post about on the Facebook page I was like oh how much would it be for us to sponsor the Glasgow event and I'd be willing to give like one of these like a hundred pound Transformers as a prize you know for the and buy two tickets for the winner but they haven't got back to me yet huh. I, had, I got invited to one of the weirder things like this is going to tangent off uh, or this is going to sort of split off of the Formula 1 theme but I got invited to a VR only sort of thing it was a convention but instead of like going somewhere you put on a VR headset and you're at the convention that's cool, but that's that's off topic. This isn't this isn't the gaming one of gaming podcast, which you guys should totally check out sometime. Yeah, with me, David, and other guests. Go to iTunes be and sh- search one of gaming. Be sure to give us five stars yeah. so we get better ratings. You can subscribe to us there and subscribe <laughs> on other people's phones. Just random people at the bus stop. Just grab the phones and subscribe. If. <laughs> Just snatch it out of their hand. It's like, hold on. It's like, what are they doing? You'll be, you, you'll you gotta, be happy you gotta... I've done this. <laughs> you can't live without me doing this. Hold on. And then you're in but... shock when you find out that you've grabbed the phone off and they were watching porn and this phone's all sticky. <laughs> the phone's all sticky? <laughs> yeah, they don't have Velcro. They just stick it to the back of the seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get it to stick. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's gross. Yep. Don't, don't, don't. I, I, I slightly advise against it. 
against taking other people's phone. I would also I'd do it all the time. <laughs> Just snatching people's phones. Oh, as they're on the phone. See how close you can get to it and see if you can lick the phone. <laughs> you can see. lick the phone. <laughs> see what reaction you'd get. <laughs> how to get the See how many times of... you can get a broken nose in a day. <laughs> how many places you can break your face. Yeah. <laughs> so but, uh, one week until the first race of the of the weekend of, of the season. So, without any knowledge of any race, anything like that, who do you think, what team do you think will do well, and what driver do you think will do well this year? Based off what I heard before testing, is that Renault, like, can I, am I allowed to to put the information about testing in, based yeah, off what I've yeah, heard? You, you, whatever you think, yeah. Because, like, I, I feel like that'll ruin a bit. Oh, it's well, right. it doesn't matter. You're going to hear about it. It's a spoiler. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear about testing, don't listen to this. We'll talk about it in another podcast, which I think might be the next one, the actual podcast, the first episode. But um, based off what I've heard, Ferrari is doing, like, excellent. Like, they set a fastest time in five years. The fastest time at in Barcelona in five years. But that could also be uh, Mercedes sandbagging. Because they never show off their shoe colors until, yeah, like the first race, and people are saying Haas is a good contender. I know um, Renault was placing around where Sahara Force was last year, so it's just anybody's game at this point. The new rules make everything quicker. Everybody is starting to do better, but at this point, I can't really tell you who. Who's gonna do well? And because it's just you don't know. But who do you who do you feel is gonna I do best? Honestly, think Ferrari's times are a bit misleading. I think they went out for fastest laps, not yeah. true pace. Uh, you know, not their true race sort of pace. So I Which don't I... think they'll be as good in race as what. They've shown. I I read another thing that said someone was another team. Mercedes like was for, afraid that Ferrari was sandbagging, which they were setting the fastest times. And if they're sandbagging, then oh my god, yeah, that that'll. No, I think looking at the the data and all the bits and bobs that I've read, I honestly think I worry about McLaren Honda. This year, yeah. And Which, of from course, what I've gonna... heard, Ferrari, McLaren, and Renault are the teams that are gonna do really well. Red Bull was struggling <laughs> a little bit. Do you see McLaren's gonna do really well? No, Renault. No, you said Ferrari, McLaren, and Renault are gonna do well. Oh, Mercedes. Sorry. That's what I. That's what I had assumed you were saying, and it's like, wait, what? It used to be McLaren, but, uh, Mercedes. Yeah. A long time ago, but now, we used to win now stuff. It's, <laughs> but now it's trash. Yeah. I'm glad Button's out of there. He was my favorite driver. I've got a signed photo of him. You've got a signed photo, of Button. Yeah. 
I've even got um, a replica helmet of his, of Jensen Button. Everybody's going to hate me for saying this, but my favourite driver is Lewis. Oh, I, I it's, was it's, never a big fan of Lewis Hamilton. I'm really big fan of the two Red Bulls. Mm. They're both great drivers and great people. Like, Ricardo and... They, that team chemistry is just perfect. Like, they couldn't have gotten it better. Because you have... Like, when was the last time you heard about them arguing or anything? All through last season. I mean, I never heard of them arguing. Yeah. Because it was always them two working together. and Ricca- then someone Ricardo, else Ricardo wouldn't speak to his teammate, the little young Verstappen. I never, I never heard yeah, that. Because the times when Ricardo was asked to move over, and he did... And then the times when Verstappen was asked to move over for Ricardo, and Verstappen's like, no, I'm going to go and get second. <laughs> and that pissed off Ricardo. Mm, like, I, I, don't, I don't doubt that that happened. So. <laughs> Which I think it would annoy you if, you're, yeah, if you've been told on the radio, oh, don't worry, the move we were trying to do hasn't worked, so we'll put you back ahead of Verstappen. Then you get right behind him, and Verstappen's like, no, I want second. <laughs> cough, cough, like Ferrari. Yeah. Ferrari and when Vettel... What, what race was it? It was Canada, where for, uh, the Ferrari tried to get around Verstappen because he had, like, cut the grass or something like that. And it was... I guess it was not called by the marshals, but they were still trying to get him around. And they were just, like, yelling at him to, to go around. And Verstappen was just pushing him back and back. And and Vettel got so mad. Like, he was swearing on the radio. It was a mess. But we'll we'll talk more about um, the engine problems at McLaren and all that fun stuff in the next episode. Yeah. This is just sort of the wonderful pilot episode, it's which I tease. feel... Yeah. You, you like it when we tease you like that? Talking about libraries... I like it when I lick your phone. <laughs> so, be be sure to lick people's phones at the bus stop. <laughs> lick uh, strategically, lick it to give us five stars, and so we can grow as a podcast. And so then people can hear this wonderful mess about licking phones at bus stops. Because I don't know, maybe your friends are into that kind of thing, and you secretly don't know about it. And then maybe one day they're going to be like, "Hey, I can relate to this," and you're going to be like, "What?" But don't don't blame us. So never blame but us. But in in all seriousness, uh, be sure to subscribe to this. This this is going to be in its own thing, right? Yes, I don't know. This is going to be as episode zero on the the on its own podcast page on iTunes, and it's also going to be on the end of the One Up Gaming podcast episode one hundred and ninety four. So hopefully anyone that's listened to that will come on and go, oh, I'll listen to this as well, because these two talk shite. <laughs> uh, we, uh, so be sure to subscribe to both this one, the the Pit Crew podcast, and the wonderful One Up Gaming podcast. For How, how long do you reckon it's going to be before you actually have, before you do the stop? Think for a second and then say what the podcast called because you can never quite remember. <laughs> <laughs> Do you forget the name of the podcast? 
I don't also, forget the name of the podcast I've done for like five years. But when you when you're doing a, a new show, a new summer, it's like, oh yeah, and when you're on the, oh crap, what is it? What is it? What is it? That's why I have to have so, a so, script so, of it written down so I can actually see exactly what I'm trying to say. <laughs> the podcast pit crew, what? <laughs> <laughs> the one with the broom broom cast. <laughs> but uh, I I already sort of messed it up. I couldn't think of the name at first. I asked you what we called it at the beginning of this, so... Now, this is the professionalism you'll get, but still. It's fine. I feel... Hopefully you find it entertaining, because like that's say, what we're here for. Hopefully, from next week onwards, you can write a... Like, not a full script of everything, but like a quick summary of what you want to talk about and a summary of the next topic and... And then when I get the file, I can read through and I can research those things that we're going to be talking about. Okay. So, you know, so we, this we is, actually should know what we're talking about. For for those wondering what he was just explaining, it's just sort of some bi- behind-the-scenes stuff of how we upload and everything. But once we do upload, be sure to subscribe and give us a five-star rating so then we can show up so more people can hear us babble on about Formula One. And be sure to do the same thing for 1UP Gaming. If you want to hear some wonderful gaming news about games, then there's your place. Be sure to subscribe to that and this. And we'll be back next week for the wonderful start of the Pit Crew podcast. Where I I plan on talking about the... Before you go any further, I have to just apologize... We are streaming for 21 minutes, and I typed in, because I was looking for a, a cover design for the F1 podcasty thing, and I put Young Drawing F1, and it came up with what I would consider child porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> On that uh... note, I think we should go. We should go. Be sure to check out next week's podcast when we talk about the wonderful McLaren and their wonderful totally great engine. Yeah. But see you then. Enjoy your stay. Enjoy okay. the rest of your day. Thank Have you, Joey. Time. You're welcome. No. Thank, you. Thank you for being on. <laughs> Boom. Hey guys, Justin here. I just wanted to say that I've been thinking about you. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yes, you in particular, in that way. And I wanted to say, I think you're great. I've always said that about you. And I was wondering, if you think we're great, if you could give us a quick rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it. It would really, really help us out in that, you know, podcasty sort of way. And if you're feeling particularly festive, perhaps even a little saucy, Maybe stop by our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash O-U-G and see if you can't slip a few bucks our way. After all, every little penny or whatever space money they use in Europe helps out the show. Thanks for listening. O-U-G Gaming will always be free, but with your support, we can always move forward and always be better. <laughs>